it's not just Ukrainians that are looking to come to Canada. Russians are also interested in coming to Canada. Here to talk about that, Toronto immigration lawyer Lev Abramovich joins the Kelly Cotrera show yet again. Lev, thanks so much for, for being here again. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Did you anticipate the uh, influx of uh, people inquiring that are Russian after seeing the footage of Russians being arrested for protesting the the war? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that our focus has been uh, as a firm on Ukrainians, helping Ukrainians. We uh, set up a telegram group to answer questions. We shot a couple of videos. So our focus on the whole is very much on those affected by the conflicts um, and is on Ukrainians. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really thinking about Russian calls because when I woke up on that Friday, I was just sort of devastated and shocked. Um, uh, I have a bit of a personal connection with, with this regime whereby we lost a family friend to it. So the brutality and, and the degree of sort of deceit and malice um, was known, but yet we underestimated just how far this uh, Putin will go. And uh, we weren't thinking about Russian calls, but we have been getting um, an increased volume of inquiries on Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, uh, emails, etc. So I guess I'm not surprised, but mm. our focus wasn't on it. Right. But, you know, you see the footage of people protesting, being arrested for holding up, you know, cards with nothing on them dragged off of the streets to, you know, jail for 15 days or more. Who knows what kind of persecution they're going through. Jobs, by the way, uh, sure. you know, when, when, when we're here in the West, so, you know, I, I, I was expecting sort of a greater push, I guess. And, and, and you know, it, it's ultimately easy to be in your comfort of your home and, and to sort of judge and so on. But the people who are protesting in Russia are, are to a degree heroes because of the consequences, right? You will lose your job. You will likely go to jail. Um, you may be tortured, etc. Because the authorities really want to send a message. The message is, we will crush you, and you will you will be destroyed, right? So people are being arrested. And some of the calls we got were from people who've expressed their political opinion. They were not perhaps politically active before. Uh, we have uh, a client who is seeking refugee protection when on account of starting to speak about the war in, in a public setting with, you know, it, it wasn't an anti-war protest, but she was speaking sort of in a business setting and she was attacked by sort of patriots or whatever you want to sort of call them. Her, her apartment was vandalized, etc. cetera. So uh, people are, I think, afraid to speak out and are understanding that perhaps they cannot turn the tide, given, given that there appears to be like a propaganda appears to be working and, they are sort of horrified by the war and find themselves not being able to affect change in a way. And and they're looking for ways out. Now, some of the people who've contacted us already have applications pending for permanent residency, and they're asking us to take their matters to federal court to expedite processing. Others are trying to understand the refugee process. Others are students or tech workers who are horrified and at the same time just don't see a future economically. So those are the type of calls and inquiries we've been getting. When we say that in last we spoke, you know, we didn't know all the details of uh, the government and their plans to bring in an unlimited amount of Ukrainians. And we know that there's bureaucracy and red tape holding things up. 
um, leading to long wait times for people that have been trying to immigrate for a while. How long are the wait times when it comes to Russians looking to come here? Because I would imagine they're going to be put to the back of the list. Well, it's not necessarily that they're they're going to be put to the back of the list, but our, our immigration system, unfortunately, is quite archaic. And COVID has exposed a lot of inefficiencies and a lot of sort of um, basically it's Byzantine in a way, you know, and, and the lines that people are seeing with respect to permanent residency are very significant. You, you, you have spouses who are separated for years because the office in Cairo is not functioning properly. Uh, we're seeing large delays in African offices. A lot of our clients are from Nigeria and Ghana. Indian offices have been functioning very poorly. So people from various regions are experiencing delays, and those delays have to do with the sort of archaic nature of the system. I don't think Russians are necessarily going to be put to the back of the line, but we are seeing permanent residency applications that, that were submitted electronically and could definitely be processed from anywhere in the world, taking three to four years in, in some cases to process when the government promised six months and was actually doing them in six months. So some of our Russian clients, we were just able to help a couple who uh, are currently in Turkey, but they were waiting for more than two years and just starting proceedings at the federal court got the ball moving. And ultimately they're going to be coming to Canada next week. Um, while they're obviously not suffering anywhere, anywhere nearly to, to the degree that Ukrainians are, they, they have left everything they had behind. So yeah. they, they worked. They well, their money is worth nothing so in some cases, money right? Money is worth nothing. And, and they also understand that there is no future and, and Russia will have to go through a very difficult period, much like another country in Europe had to go through last century to sort of digest what has gotten us here. And they're ultimately fleeing to a degree because there's no future for them. And, and Russia doesn't want people who oppose the war. They want sort of patriots. They want a militarized society that just says yes, 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 until the shelves are empty and then there's a revolt. So, so the, let me yeah. ask you this, Lev, because I don't have a lot of time with you. I know there are European countries like Greece, Iceland, Latvia. They are ceasing to accept visa applications from Russians or even revoking their residency permits. What are the odds that Canada, you know, being so uh, connected here to Ukraine and the, and the fight that, you know, we're supporting Ukraine uh, in, in many different ways, fighting the Russians. What are the odds that we might follow suit? Is there uh, any I, um, I, signal I, of that? Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think what's important is that we continue applying, sort of, like, we're, we're, we're continuing to look at applications, and if a person is tied to the regime and so on, certainly that application should be uh, scrutinized and uh, denied if, if the appropriate test is not met, if you will. But I don't think it will be appropriate to just have a blanket uh, prohibition on visas from Russia and, and the cutting of consular ties, because people who are trying to seek refugee protection will also be left there. People mm -hmm. who have spoken out against the war will also not be, be affected by this. And I understand that's a policy decision. I don't ultimately think that Canada will cut ties. That's my hunch. Right. And we've seen a lot of brave people stand up for what's right and against this war, uh, you well, know, people, to the to threat of their lives. Navalny was jailed to nine years yesterday, right? And, and the West has largely forgotten about him, right? He was fighting and so on. So there are people in Russia who are paying real consequences for speaking out. Independent media has been shut out. Reporters are being arrested and hunted down. 
etc. This is sort of turning into a cleansing like we've seen, you know, in, in sort of the, the, the Stalinist pre-war period. So it's a country that, that is dealing with a lot of issues and not every Russian supports Putin or supports this war. I'm going to leave it at that, Lev. Thank you very much for joining us. It's always interesting having you on the show. I'm sure we'll keep your number handy and reach out to you again. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Have a good day. Lev Ambramovich is the Toronto immigration lawyer. We've been talking to him about Ukrainians trying to get to Canada and now Russians also asking Canada, please take us in.